listening to the Capture Paranormal Podcast. Greetings and welcome to the Capture Paranormal Podcast. I'm Jason, and on this episode, we're going to be discussing the latest Ghost Hunters, Episode 4, Cursed Castle. Now just a quick note, I've been battling this nasty cold that's been going around. You know which one I'm talking about. I think with the uh, summer kind of bleeding into fall and days being hot, nights being freezing, plus I have early mornings, so that probably doesn't help. Uh, yes, it finally found me and it's been attacking me, but I've battled and I'm fighting good war and I think I'm coming back. It's uh, going away, but it's still hanging on just a little bit. So you'll have to bear with me for this episode, and I apologize in advance. But today, I'll be going solo, and we're going to be talking about the brand new Ghost Hunters episode, Cursed Castle, where the team were in Loudonville, Ohio, at Landall's Mohican Castle, currently owned by Shayla and Jimmy Landall. Now, this uh, Landall's Castle has been turned into a hotel where guests come and stay. They have a few different buildings. There have been claims of guests leaving, and they say the employees were very fearful due to all the uh, paranormal activities that have been going on. And Shayla Landell mentioned that she believed that whatever might be there, some entity of some sort, uh, could be targeting her family, which is never good for obvious reasons. You never want something you can't see or believe that something you can't see is tormenting your family and targeting you and your children. Uh, Landall's castle was built by Jimmy's father who built it into a hotel and made it into kind of a castle-y looking venue as he was very inspired and very into different castles around the world. So he kind of wanted to take that and turn this this area into almost a castle-like hotel. So some of the claims going on at the castle are uh, different fires, which actually one fire ended up burning down the restaurant at one point. Uh, It was rebuilt. They also have the fire alarms around the whole building going off in the middle of the night when nobody's really in attendance and nobody's really around. These fire alarms just go off. We also had claims of guests seeing a girl in the cemetery just outside of the castle, as well as employees seeing a woman at various uh, areas on the property. So Grant and the Ghost Hunters team actually had a forensic sketch artist come out to talk with the employees who have claimed to see this woman about and had them kind of describe her while this sketch artist... uh, drew a picture now they came up with three pictures for the three different employees that gave their take on what this woman looked like and i don't know to me they they kind of look different i don't on i know on the uh, episode they were saying that wow this this kind of looks the same and they look very similar the one had glasses so it was like if you took off the one's glasses then they would be very similar looking i guess in ways they were uh to me They were kind of different looking. Maybe uh, you have a different take on that. So after speaking with uh, Jimmy and Shayla and all the employees, it was time to set up for the investigation. And they went lights out. Which uh, which is one thing, uh, the very first paranormal team I was with, they did the whole lights out thing where they would have uh, 
uh, on their videos or whatever, showing all the lights being turned out. They'd kind of do an intro talking and then they'd, they'd say lights out and all the lights would go out and they'd begin the investigation, which I was never really a huge fan of. I, I thought that was kind of silly to be honest with you, but they were, I guess they were taking after these, uh, after the original ghost hunters and that's what they did. Uh, and that was part of the routine, I guess. So it became part of the routine of probably many, many paranormal investigative teams that popped up during the height of ghost adventures fame ghost hunters fame i should say or ghost adventures the whole ghost hunting paranormal tv era so night one started with brandon and mustafa in the cemetery brandon had this uh binaural mic which was kind of interesting looking supposed to mimic uh human ears human listening but at a higher rate meaning it could pick up uh sounds and things a lot easier and a lot uh, farther away than the actual human ear could uh so yeah brandon and mustafa were out in the cemetery um brandon claimed to hear a child's voice as did mustafa during their their questions uh i didn't i didn't really hear too much it was it could have been pretty much anything the way that it was kind of like a quick little blip of this supposed child voice uh, wasn't wasn't too. Um, I wouldn't have chalked that up to being actual evidence because it was just too quick and too sudden. It could have really been anything, uh, from just a tree to someone's jacket or or clothing. Or there's too many options that it, it could have explained what that sound was, as opposed to it being a a child's voice. Um, to me, it sounded kind of very mechanical almost. So I wasn't quite sure what to make of that. Um, I didn't really hear a voice per se out of that that sound. And also during that time, they had an EMF spike pretty much on demand. It was quiet, and then they asked for whatever might be there to um, make their EMF device go off. And sure enough, it did pretty much on demand, which... Rarely, rarely happens. It does happen, whether it's coincidence, whether it's uh, actual spirit kind of hearing you and uh, doing what you ask. You know, there's two sides to, to all these, right? All these claims, there's always two sides. But they did get that. So between the, the supposed voice and the EMF spike uh, in the cemetery, that was Brendan and Mustafa, uh, their their segment with, with this Ghost Hunters episode. We then saw Rochelle and Brian. They were in the uh, Macbeth suite. Uh, Brian had the FLIR camera, and he was trying to garner some uh, attention, some evidence, kind of bringing up the idea of uh, soldiers and them being in in the Army or whatever it might have been, uh, Army Marines, I can't remember exactly. Uh, I apologize, but kind of going around that topic and trying to gather up some some uh, attention and get something brewing there, you could say. Um, we went then, then went to Kristen, Daryl, and Grant, who were in the restaurant. Now this is the, I assume, the newly built restaurant because the original one burned down. Um, but they had the three drawings from the employees, from the forensic sketch artist, uh, from the employees. And what they did was they had the three pictures set up with uh, EMF detectors on each one and they were asking whether the spirit of the woman 
may have been there with them if she could point out which sketch looked most like her, which one best depicted what she looked like. Uh, during this time, they heard what sounded like a moan um, coming from, I guess, the kitchen or somewhere in that area. Uh, so then they moved on to that area towards the kitchen where they heard this moan. Again, they set up the um, the drawings with the EMF detectors on on each one and asked the spirit or or any spirit that might be there which drawing looked more like this this supposed woman with white hair. And at one point, all the EMFs started to go off. So maybe they thought each one of those pictures looked like this supposed woman this uh, white-haired woman spirit that these employees have been seeing. Or there was just uh, maybe a fridge going off. Uh, there could have been some type of electrical field that was being set off. There, it being a kitchen, I'm not sure how much of the items were turned off or how many were actually still running, but all the EMFs went off at the same time. If you want to chalk that up, chalk that up to being uh, quite interesting, you, sure, if you want to you know, go the skeptics route and say it could have been a fridge or, or an air conditioning unit or one of many things, then you can go that route as well. So before we move on to night two of the investigation, I just want to do a quick plug here for our Patreon account at patreon.com slash capture paranormal. If you head to patreon.com slash capture paranormal, we have a few tiers there lined up already. We're going to be kind of restructuring the tiers and hopefully... Um, get you some content that you want and that you're willing to donate and pledge in order to receive. As of right now, we have a $3 tier, which you'll get a shout out on the podcast, on the Capture Paranormal podcast, as well as a Capture Paranormal video. There's a $5 tier, which you'll get the shout outs as well as um, bonus content, bonus video. We have some videos up there from prior speaking engagements that we've had where you can watch those in full, those speaking engagements, and us uh, talking about Capture Paranormal, going over our gear, going over some of our evidence, taking questions from the um, patrons and attendants, and all that good stuff. We also have uh, Mike's full solo uh, EVP session and Echo Vox session, I believe, from the uh, episode 18 emergency that you can find at youtube.com slash paranormal. Mike did a solo EVP session and recorded that, and you can hear that full audio if you're signed up at the $5 or more mark. Plus, you can also get exclusive live investigation updates, uh, exclusive photos, exclusive audio, exclusive video. You'll be first in line to see brand new Captured Paranormal content at our YouTube channel youtube.com slash capture paranormal and so much more but yes like i said we're looking to restructure it so we can give you some more content through patreon and as you know if you've heard the podcast before or if you've seen any of our paranerd videos you know all our investigations that we do are free of charge we travel all across uh, southwestern ontario for investigations to help people and businesses who feel like they're having problems in the paranormal field, we come out, we do our investigations, and it's all free of charge. So anything we can get to help us out with our web our webpage fees and other fees we incur doing these investigations 
It'd be greatly appreciated. And in turn, we want to give you some excellent content. So we're going to be restructuring, like I said, and hopefully getting you some more exclusive content. So head over to patreon.com slash capture paranormal and pledge today. And we would greatly appreciate it. So as we move on to night two at the Landall Castle, we have Rochelle and Brian who were interviewing some of the guests who had some experiences during their honeymoon at the castle. Daryl met with some fire alarm techs who checked out the fire alarm system, uh, trying to figure out why these fire alarms were going off all out throughout the building, um, throughout the, the venue, all these fire alarms that would go off out of nowhere. And they found out everything was, was good. All the wiring was good. Everything was cleared. So there was no reason for these fire alarms to be going off without without smoke or fire setting off these fire alarms. Uh, it did start to rain, so that prevented them from going into the cemetery and continuing continuing the investigation at the cemetery, unfortunately. However, Brian and Rochelle went to the restaurant. Uh, they were using the drawings again to try to get some answers on to if this is if this is what these uh, employees were seeing this woman if this was actually what she looked like um, they started to smell gas Rochelle said she felt dizzy and so they quickly got up and left and alerted Grant and the rest of the team of this gas smell in the restaurant Brennan and Mustafa were in the Landell suite uh, when they got there the room was very hot they noticed the fireplace was on and the heaters were on now, it was a rainy night, but I don't think, uh, I can't see it being that cold that all these these things would be uh, going full blast like the fireplace or the heaters. And this was kind of starting to lead into the idea of a fire and with the smell of gas in the restaurant and all the 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 heat and fire going on in the, the Landall suite with the gas smell in the restaurant, Grant uh, and Daryl went to check out the restaurant, found a few of the pilot lights were off that was causing the gas smell that was a potential danger. So they wrapped up the investigation, shut it all down until they could get this uh, this whole thing rectified with the the gas in the restaurant and the, the fireplace and the heaters being on and the Landau suite. So with the reveal, they went through the EMF spikes when asking... Uh, which drawing looked like the woman the employees were seeing when all three EMF detectors started going off as they sat atop of the pictures. They went over the voice EVPs and the uh, a whisper that they supposedly caught. They also went over the data logger, which was pretty cool. Um, I've never seen that before, this, this data logger that they were able to show changes with the pressure and temperature and everything like that during this EVP uh, this data logger was able to um, show in kind of a, a chart that at this point where they heard the the EVP the pressure uh, happened to fluctuate at the exact same time which was quite interesting uh, they then went over how they found the pilot lights were out in the kitchen causing the gas smell uh, as well as the fireplace and heaters being on in the Landau suite, which is, um, looking at it from a skeptical point of view, the pilot lights being off in the kitchen, they could have been purposely turned off. Uh, obviously, it's a television show. We can't smell. There's no smell-o-vision yet. 
So you couldn't tell uh, whether they might have been, I don't want to say, hoaxing it. But um, they could have just said that the pilot lights were off, causing the gas smell, um, as well as the fireplace and heaters being on. How do we not know that those were just placed on before uh, Brennan and Mustafa entered there to make it seem like uh, these things were, were mysteriously turned on full blast? Other than that, I mean, the only other thing I can think of is major electrical issues causing these things to go on and off throughout um, the night. Uh, so really, there was no conclusion to this. Um, it's basically just watch out for fire. Uh, with the gas leaks and the fireplaces being turned on randomly, uh, and with the uh, previous restaurant being burned down, the conclusion was basically that you're just going to have to kind of keep a watch out for, for all these gas leaks and fires and and that if there is something paranormal there, it basically wants to burn the place down, which is uh, scary. That's a very scary thought that something paranormal, say spirits or whatnot, are actively trying to burn this place to the ground. Uh, very, very disheartening and and odd, I should say. Other than that, I mean, I think they did discuss a possible return investigation, which... We'll have to see in maybe later episodes or a follow-up episode or possibly another season. They'll return to uh, this castle and try to find out more information and more stories and more get more evidence as to why this, this family is having these issues in this hotel. So that was basically the end of the episode for this week. Um, this is kind of, kind of a quick cut episode. A quick rundown. If you happen to miss it, uh, now you know what happened. It was kind of a sleeper episode, in my opinion. Uh, other than the whole idea of the fire being the issue here at this hotel, there wasn't much paranormal-wise, in my opinion. They had the EVPs and the, the whispers, which, like I said before, with that kind of audio evidence, it's very easy to debunk and it's very easy to come up with a plethora of reasons that could debunk all of these audio clips and especially when they're little little blips or little whispers or things like that they're so very easy to reproduce so with that being the only kind of paranormal evidence the story though is is what was uh interesting in this episode with the employees giving their take and having a forensic artists come in to draw these pictures that was quite interesting uh something that i uh, i don't believe i've seen before it could have been on other episodes or other paranormal tv shows but the forensic artists coming in to draw up those pictures based on what these employees claim they saw was quite interesting but yeah other than that for the landall castle watch out for fire and that concluded the ghost hunters episode four or five if you're a and e depending on which what you go by i i would have to say this is episode four but i could be wrong and that wraps up this episode of the capture paranormal podcast don't forget to head to facebook.com slash capture paranormal uh give us a like on there share the page we just put up a brand new uh, investigation video on youtube.com slash capture paranormal you can check that out we did a return visit 
to Wallaceburg. If you listened to last week's Capture Paranormal Podcast episode with Mike, he gave us a little rundown of what happened during that investigation, and now you can go watch it for yourself. We're also on Instagram at Capture Paranormal. Give us a follow on there, we'll follow you back. And again, patreon.com slash captureparanormal. We're going to be updating that very soon. Hopefully get some more content up there for you. But in the meantime, please go and pledge and donate to Capture Paranormal. If you enjoy the podcast, if you enjoy the videos, the Paranerd Talks, all that good stuff, please pledge and we would appreciate it greatly. And with that, I want to thank you for listening and making it this far in this episode with uh, me just rambling once again. And uh, once again, I apologize if my my voice is not coming through as clear as I'd hope because uh, this, this darn cold I'm battling. But hopefully it'll be better by next week. So with that, I want to thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. For more information on Capture Paranormal, visit CaptureParanormal.com. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the Capture Paranormal Podcast.